What's up, everybody? We are back with episode eight of the Between the Lines podcast. I'm here myself, Connor, and as always, co-host Aiden. Aiden, what's new? Not too much, man. Looking forward to this week's weekend's yeah, college basketball. We got got a lot going on. I've got a ton of stuff circled for both NBA and college basketball. Um, but let's let's recap. So before we get into some news from the previous week, we had a we killed it this last week, dude. We killed it. So just to recap, we were 11-4 just last weekend, um, including that one Fury and Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder play I added um, seven three on Saturday. Fucking killed it. And in total, we were eight and four this Monday through this Thursday. So since last Friday, so in the past week, we're nineteen and eight. Yeah, and it's That's been a really good week. I mean, personally, I, I'm seven and two in the last seven days. Uh, red, uh, red which hot, is, which is crazy. But yeah, yeah let's, let's try to keep it going. Yeah, we gotta keep going, man. We're uh, we've we've played. I mean, if you guys have been listening, all of our loyal listeners, wherever you are, if you've been following our picks, you. You're up money, man. I think we're up like somewhere around 10 units. And, and since we started, this is, we, this is what week eight. So started two months ago. I'll take that all day. Any day. Any day. So that means, I mean, I'm, I guess it doesn't really mean that much. But yeah, just an updated score. I'm looking at it right now. Since we started, we're 88 and 71. So 55% of the bets are hitting, which is still profitable. And yeah, like you said, we're up 10 units. That's Is that in the past 30 days or is that all time? All time. All time? Yep. Dude, I'll, I'll take that all day, man. So that, that means we're on pace for, like, year over year, we're going to be up 60 units. So if your unit's $10, you'll be up $600. Yep. Like, take that any day. Any, any day. Exactly. So we're killing it, man. We're killing it. We just got to keep it rolling. We've been particularly crushing it with college basketball and NBA. So let's keep it rolling, man. Let's keep it rolling. I got a lot of stuff circled, and I have pretty good faith in my picks. I had a lot of good analysis. But um, before we get into it, let's talk, some, talk about some big topics that happened this week in sports. So let's start with me, uh, Yankees fan, MLB news, freaking Luis Severino, man, getting Tommy John surgery. I knew it. I called it last week's podcast, I think. I was like, he has forearm tightness. That is yeah, we both said it's never good. It's never good. Like, it's the same forearm, or I mean, it's the same injury that has, was bugging him in the playoffs last year against the Astros. And turns out he needs Tommy John. Like he, so he didn't pitch um, like after his forearm soreness came up in the post postseason. But if he did, he would have been pitching with a partially torn UCL, which is insane to think about. But what's also interesting is I was looking at Aiden. Is um, they took so a lot of people were like, how have how like how do you not know about this injury earlier? Or what have the Yankees been doing all offseason? What's Luis Severino been doing all offseason? But Interestingly enough, I was listening to the Short Porch podcast the other day, which is, if you don't know, it's Barstool's like Yankee podcast, basically. And it turns out he was taking MRIs the entire offseason, like because he's been having soreness. And he only has the soreness in his forearm when he throws changeups. Somebody throws fastball, he throws fastballs or curveballs or anything else, just changeups. So it turns out that MRIs, I did not know this, MRIs only have a 91% effective rate. So if you have like an injury in your arm or wherever, it's, it can only it's only ninety one percent really be accurate. Yeah, I did not but know that either. They have another kind of MRI. It's I think it's called the dye MRI, where they like inject. It sounds weird, but they inject dye into um, your ligaments or whatever wherever the injury is, and that has a ninety nine percent effective rate. So Luis Severino was getting MRIs all off season, but it didn't show like his 
his elbow was messed up. Like he has a partially torn UCL. He needs Tommy John. And then eventually once he got forearm soreness again, like a week ago or so, we were talking about it. He, the doctor's like, all right, you should get a, like the dye MRI or whatever it's called. Yeah. And it turns out that you got, he has a, he needs Tommy John. Not good. Not good. Crazy, man. Do you guys Crazy. still have J.A. Happ? Yeah, we do. Uh, okay. we, thank God we kept him. Like, we were thinking about getting rid of him in the offseason, but wow, do we need him. We we'll need see him what bad. happens. Yeah, you guys, it's going to be tough now. I mean, he, that matters big time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, people are downplaying. Like, I've heard a lot of Yankee fans downplaying how uh, we didn't have Severino for most of the offseason or most of the season last year or the past year and a half. Like, it's fine. Like, he's been hurt. Dude, like, come on. Yeah. It's huge. It's, it's huge. especially, like, obviously – it's like you guys didn't win the World Series. It's not like you can downplay. Like, yes, you went very you went as far as you possibly could before getting into the World Series. But it's like if, if you had a healthy him the whole year, maybe you don't have to play so many games and rest people. I mean, it definitely matters. Exactly. It, it, it matters big time. And the defense, we haven't won anything, dude. Like, why are you acting yeah. like this isn't a big deal? We haven't won anything. We need Severino. Just because we got Garrett Cole doesn't mean we're guaranteed to win the World Series now. And who knows? And now Giancarlo Stanton's like repeating 2019 again. It's, Calf is hurt again. He's not going to start the start the season. Yeah, oh, I mean, I'm kind of so in the same boat with you. I mean, the Red Sox aren't going to be as talented as the Yankees this year, but I'm still a little nervous about Chris Sale. I, he's he's. I know they're saying that he's starting the IL because he had he's been sick. He had pneumonia and the flu, so yeah. he's like a, he's backed up in terms of how much work he's been able to get done, but. I don't know. He, I mean, he ended last year early because of the elbow problem. I, I still think he's going to be a big candidate for Tommy John, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, something's fishy, man. Like, it's the same thing every year with Sale, too, man. He'll he'll start off the season, like, really, really good. He'll, it, yeah, like, September and – his August and September stats are very bad compared to his beginning. I think his ERA goes up, like, a full point starting in August, so – yeah, he has no longevity throughout the season. He it's like he thinks the season's a hundred games. You yeah, know? he just comes out and of the gates just, way too fast, way too fast, and he doesn't plan for the long term. And every single year, he's hurt or he just sucks in August, September. So but, yeah, yeah I, I mean, we'll I see. think he, I think he could be a, a definite candidate for Tommy John at some point. Um, yeah, we'll see, see what that. happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else we got? All right. And in the NBA, too, um, I guess the biggest news past week is uh, the Philadelphia 76ers is uh, Ben Simmons has some lingering back issues and he's going to get reevaluated, I think, in like a week or two or something. Yeah, but, I saw that. And it's the same with Joel Embiid. He's out now, yep. too. But, yeah, he's I don't even know, man. They're, it's it's not good. It's not, that's all I can say, man. I, I hate to be a, a fan of the process now. Yeah, it's not. It's so frustrating. Especially with all the all the rumors about the chemistry issues especially between Simmons and Embiid it's that's yep. tough because those are both your two cornerstone players they're both huge impact players they're both probably top five at their position in the NBA I think and for sure I, it's it's a it's a tough blow the thing is is I don't think Sim. this is a different argument but I don't think Simmons is a point guard I never have me neither I yeah no. he's not a point I guard I agree he's, but... he's a small forward without a jump shot yeah or a power exactly. forward or power forward without a jump shot. Not a big fan like, of him either, but he's uh, dude. He's good. I'll give him credit. He's a really, really good player. He's got the entire package, legitimately the entire package, except for a jump shot. That's that's it. Like once he gets confidence in his jump shot, he's what 21, 22 now. 
he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a star. He's so I just saw Woj tweeted out no structural damage to the left shoulder for Joel Embiid, but he will be reevaluated reevaluated in another week. So, so both those yeah, guys man. out for at least another week. It's it's tough. Gives it's us tough, man. gives the Celts some more time to catch up, get to the two seed. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping the Celts can catch. Dude, like the the Sixers, like in my opinion, even they're not going anywhere this season. That's just what I think. The Sixers, you cannot, you cannot go anywhere in the postseason if you can't win on the road. You can't. You just cannot do it. The Sixers yeah, I agree. Are horrible on the road. That's why I, I, I'm still with Simmons and Embiid. I know how good the Bucks are, and I love watching Giannis play. I don't know why. I, I'm more scared about the Raptors and the Heat than I am the Bucks when it comes to playoff times. I don't know why. Maybe because the Bucks just haven't shown it yet in the playoffs. But I don't know. There's something about this Raptors team. Even I know they don't have Kawhi, but man, they're still chugging along. Yeah, I don't, dude. I don't know. Um, I'm not that scared of the Heat. I think the Heat. The, I agree with you. The Heat do match up well with the Bucks, and that could be an interesting series. But if the two teams are more scared of, I agree with you. I'm not really scared of the Bucks. I know they're having a historic year for their, their franchise, but I'm more scared of the Celtics and I'm more scared of the Raptors. I totally agree. The Raptors are just everyone's sleeping on them. Nobody, nobody's talking dude, about them. They're so underrated. They're, they're so 42 good. and 16, man. It's they're like really, really good. 23 and 8 at home and 20 and 8 on the road, which is crazy. So, yeah, and then from an against the spread standpoint, they're nasty at home. They're, I think they're top five in the league, top six. So, yeah, like I said, I've, I've been on this train the whole time. I'm more scared of the Raptors than I am the Bucks, especially coming as a Celtics fan. I think the Celtics have a legitimate shot to get to the finals, um, especially when everybody gets clicking like they have been. I know they're still waiting on Kemba Walker to get back, but yeah, I'm more scared of the Raptors than the Bucks right now. Yeah, even on honestly, all three of those teams, the Celtics, Heat, and the Raptors, all match up very well with the Bucs. Yeah. So, like, the biggest X factor for the Bucs in the postseason is going to be Chris Middleton because last postseason he just absolutely disappeared. Yeah. So, we'll see. Giannis can't, Giannis can't carry that team to the finals. I don't think he can. He's a, like, I'm not disrespecting him. He's a great player, but I don't think he could do it alone. He needs, he needs Middleton. He needs his defense. He needs everybody. But, but, like, from a statistical standpoint, they're the best team offensively and defensively in the league, which is really scary. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're, they just cover. They're a covering machine right now. They're an absolute – yeah, they're a covering machine. But I am – yeah, well, I'm not going to foreshadow too much, but I, I'm fading them this weekend one time. But, all right, you want to get into it? Yeah, dude, let's do it. Right, let's do it. What do you, you want to start with what, bat, NCAA? Or yeah, we'll do, let's do college basketball first. All right, let's do it. All right, NCAA basketball coming up next, Between the Lines podcast. You're listening to Between the Lines, a sports gambling podcast. You can find all of our documented picks on our personal Twitter accounts. Mine is at CJWilliams9595. Again, that's at CJWilliams9595. And Aiden's Twitter is at AidenSolvent3. Again, that's at AidenSolvent3. You can find all of our documented picks there. All right, let's start tonight, Aiden. Friday night college basketball. What do you got? So we talked about this a couple times now. Fridays, the Friday slates usually aren't too big. Yep. I agree. Um, it's mostly like the Ivy Leagues and the, the mid-major programs. But um, I do have a couple plays, or at least plays that I'm looking at tonight. <clears throat> yep. Good. The first one, I'm, I'm leaning Quinnipiac plus two and a half at Fairfield. I uh, know Fairfield's a good team. Quinnipiac has screwed me in the past year. <laughs> but <clears throat> Quinnipiac won by 14 earlier. I know it was at home, and Fairfield's a pretty good home team, but I think two and a half points is too much against against this Quinnipiac team. I, again, I'm not playing it. I may be playing it. I'll tweet it out if I do, but 
I just I like that spot right there for Quinnipiac at plus two and a half. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This I think it's a garbage game. I don't like either side. I'm I'm totally staying away. I don't. I, I yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's just a lean. Um, yeah. but we'll see. And then I mean, the biggest game tonight is probably Davidson versus Dayton. Yep. Um, immediately just looking at it, I like the over at 141. Both these teams can score, man. Davidson puts up 73 points per game and. Again, we've talked about Dayton pretty much all year long. Dayton puts up eighty points per game. I, I like those. I like those odds right there, just between those two. I lean Davidson in the over there. Interesting. It's only around one forty. Yeah, one forty-one. I think I saw it last. Wow, that's interesting. Um, and then one play. This is my play for tonight. I like Cornell plus one and a half. I may even do a money line on it against at home versus Dartmouth. So Cornell is six and two against the spread at home this year, um, and Dartmouth is three and six as a favorite. Um, they're also seven and eight on the road against the spread. So I think this is a really good spot for Cornell. I mean, both these teams not too great in the Ivy League, but I like Cornell here tonight. All right, all right, yeah. I, I don't have, I don't like, I don't, I don't know, I don't like betting on either of these teams either. I don't feel confident either side, but don't hate it. I'm not gonna play it, but I don't really have, I don't have anything in Ivy League tonight. Um, but do you have anything else tonight or? That's it for tonight. It. All right. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I don't really like the board Friday. I don't really like the board tonight that much, but I do have one play, and we're going back to my boys in the Horizon League at Wright State. So Wright State is going on the road to play Northern Kentucky. These are two of the best teams in the Horizon League. So Northern Kentucky is three-and-a-half-point favorites. But my play here, I'm playing the, the total here. So I got the over-under pegged right now at 145-and-a-half on DraftKings. Wright State. I've talked about this in previous weeks. They are nasty. They can score, dude. They are fourth in the NCAA in scoring at 81.3 points per game. And they're 8-3 and three to the over-under on the road. Northern Kentucky, they're relatively average with scoring. They, they score, not, they're not bad, but not great. They score 70.9 points per game, and they allow about 66 points per game. But they're 8-4 and four to the over-under at home. So I don't understand why this total is – so low. I think this total should be in the one fifties because, like, I don't, I don't, yeah, that is, weird. I don't see Northern Kentucky shutting down Wright State here. Wright State, like, regardless of, like, they just score, dude. They just they they don't play great defense, but they can they can score too. So I I took I already locked this in. I got over one forty five and a half Wright State Northern Kentucky. Lock it in. I like that. I was actually looking at Wright State plus three and a half in this one. I, I think that they're going to keep this game really close. I think it's going to be a yeah, good game. Yeah, I, I like it too, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't like them. Um, they're not that good on the road against the spread. Oh, yeah, I have to get the sound effects. I'll go get it, but go on. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I got for Friday night. I got no other plays. I didn't really like the board yeah. that much. I was looking at it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Saturday, the Slayton College basketball Saturday is awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. I got a ton. Got a ton for Saturday. I can't wait. All right, let's move on to Saturday. So, what do we got, Saturday? You want to start us off? Uh, yeah, the first game that looked, piqued my interest right away was um, Syracuse is at home versus UNC. I, you, I know you you rode uh, Cuse the other day, and they ended up smoking. Who did they, they play? Pitt, and it was never close. Yeah, they, yeah, they smoked them. Um, we all know UNC has had a very, very bad year. Very disappointing season for them. Um, pretty shocking, actually. I mean. You've always just looked at UNC as a powerhouse, and it just hasn't worked yeah, out. But um, Eileen Cuse, uh, again, we don't have the spread. I think this could be like – I think Syracuse could be favored here by like four or five points. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at home. I lean Syracuse there right away. They're nine and eight in ACC. They're still trying to get into that tourney. I know they're right on that cusp of being in, being out. Um, they're eleven and six at home in the Carrier Dome, and UNC is two and eight away. So right away, I, I'm leaning Qs. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to take them if they're anything above of anything four points and um and under. So I like Syracuse there. Yeah, yeah. D- don't hate it. Don't hate it. Um, I'm not. I don't like backing Qs in the road as much. I, I like. I love backing them on the road. They're just so good against the spread on the road. They're by far the best in the ACC on the road this year. So um, don't hate it. I mean, I I, I definitely lean that way. I don't. I, I don't like backing UNC at all this year. Like you said, they, they're absolute trash. But, but yeah. I, like I said, I just tweeted. I mean, it's so tough without the exact line. But, yeah, if it's anything three or more, I think – three or less, I mean, I think I'm going to take Syracuse here. Yeah, yeah. Donate. I see it. All right. I'm getting the sound effect up. But, all right, let's see what else we got Saturday. Where's, where's my slate? Here it is. Oh, let's – oh, let's lead it off with Providence at Nova, 12 o'clock. I was just going to get Providence into that. Providence at Nova. So – um, I got the look ahead line here at Nova minus seven at home. Really? Yeah. Dude, well, I mean, so I was expect? actually going to ask you, I, I have the, so Nova was a two point favorite at PC earlier yep. in the year. That game was actually pretty close. PC, PC ended up losing by four, I think. Yeah. Um, but I, I was thinking that this line should have been like Nova minus five, minus four and a half or so. I mean, PC's hot. They are. We, we've been talking about them. They've had four straight wins, three of them against top-ranked opponents, top-25-ranked opponents. Um, but so is Nova, man. I just, I've been saying, I've been stressing this. I, they're clicking at the right time. I mean, they've won five in a row now pretty convincingly. Um, but PC's had another full week off since their last win, which is kind of weird. This is yeah. the second time they've had this. Um, but I, I, I don't know if I'm going to touch the spread here. I think the PC magic could run out this weekend at Nova, but um, I kind of like the under if it's 135 or Mm -hmm. lower. I mean, or higher. Um, Nova's 11 17 to the over. The last game was 64 to 60, still not hitting close to 135. That's what the spread was at last time, 135. So I kind of like the under here. I think this is going to be a a tough battled game, but I don't think the over is going to hit. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't like backing. PC at at uh at Nova it scares me. We never beat Nova. We beat them twice since 2015, I believe. 2016 yeah, season. And uh you got no Providence got to shut down Nova's offense. I don't know. I I just don't know. Again, like I I, I want Providence to win obviously, but I, I can't back them. I I cannot back them. Yeah, I don't I think the I think their magic may run out. I mean, I I still think they're going to get into the tournament now. I think they have Xavier at home and DePaul at home. I think that obviously they need to win those two, which I think they can do, and I think they'll be in the tournament. But I, I think they need to win one in the Big East tournament, and then they'd be in. I don't if they lose first round Big East and nothing else changes. I think that they're not in. What's big about is it, what's interesting is though because the uh, the Big East is so tight right yeah. now between the teams that everybody just beats up on each other. I think PC's fourth in the Big East. Yep, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in terms of their shot at getting into the tournament. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. You said Lenardi's predicted that we're going to be in, right? Yeah, he's he had us in as the last four in the last time I saw. Uh, interesting. Once one of his, I saw one of the brackets said that we were going to be playing in the a playing game. That's classic Providence. Um, <laughs> and one of them was just like we had like an eleven seed, but. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, knowing PC, we're probably going to lose first round anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> straight trash. But all right, let's move on to another game. So, the next big game that's on on Saturday, 
number 16 Penn State going on the road to play number 18 Iowa. By far the biggest game. Well, actually, no, it's not true. One of the biggest games of the day and arguably number one or number two game, number two games in the Big Ten, just in the Big Ten on Saturday. Big Ten also has Michigan State and Maryland Saturday. But yep. 12 o'clock, Penn State at Iowa. So I don't understand this. So, like the look-ahead line site I'm looking at is usually very reliable and it's been very, very accurate the past couple of weeks. But they got Iowa minus one as the projected line, and Iowa's at home. There's no way. There's no way. I was got to be like minus three, minus four here, right? I was just gonna say I was leaning like a three and a half, four. Yeah, they, they um, do. They gotta be. If it is that low, I'm taking Iowa dude, I, all the way. Yeah. If it's minus one, I'm taking that all day. Yeah, absolutely. I got um, I got two plays in this game, and I'll explain. So, as you as you just t- you touched upon, Iowa is like is just nasty at home. They're thirteen and one straight up at home, 10-2-2 against the spread at home. All right, and Penn State on the road mediocre to not good uh, five and four straight up and five and four against the spread on the road. So my two plays, like I said, I will take Iowa minus three or better. I'm getting the sound effect up right now, but yes, yes, yes. Iowa minus three or better. And I'll take the under at 145 or better because Iowa is just six and eight to the over under at home. And Penn state is just three and six to the over under on the road. And Iowa's is a very tough place to play. It's very loud. Teams don't do well there. And in general, in the Big Ten, home teams rake. This year, this has been a trend. So teams have not played well on the road in the Big Ten, but they've been nasty at home. So I would take Iowa, minus three or better, and the under 145 or better. I mean, if I'm to guess, I think that the over-under – oh, excuse me. I forgot to talk about this. The projected line – I found the projected um, final scores Total. on the website. Yeah. So the projected score of this game, if I was minus one, according to the website, it's 78-77. So that means the total will be around 155. There's no way it's going to be that high. If it's that high, I'm, I'm hammering the under. But I think it's going to be around like low 140s, maybe 145-ish. And I'll take the under at 145-ish. So anywhere around that. Yeah, I mean, if that, if that site is as reliable as it has been, I'm minus one, man. I'm Dude, that's – Taking That's that right Square away, like, I'm locking that in right Square away. Square city, but it's there's no way they're they're either. I mean, like you said, 13 and one at home for Iowa. That's just easy money. Just they just have to win. Yeah, it's that's easy money. So hopefully it is that low. Yeah, so, but I'm locking that in. My, I'll say minus three or better because I'm going to give a couple points. There's no way it's going to be minus one. I think Iowa would be like minus one to like Maryland's or some some other team. So yeah, yeah minus yeah. three or better. Lock it in. We're getting the S chan up in a bit, but all right, let's move on to another game. You got got anything else? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely looking at some. I mean, like I said, it's a great, great slate. Um, the other one that I was looking at was you, uh, Kentucky versus Auburn at Kentucky. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a big um, game too. Right away, I'm leaning Kentucky. I, I know mm-hmm. Auburn beat them at Auburn last time. I think this spread could be around Kentucky minus three and a half or four. I think it could be similar to the Iowa game. Um, but I like Kentucky here. They're hot. They're rolling right now. I know they lost to Auburn before, but I, I like Kentucky right away. Interesting, interesting. I, I lean the other way, man. I, I don't like back in Kentucky at home, and I don't think they should be minus. I got the projected line at minus six, so I don't know if you saw that. But Yeah, line, no, I did not. If it's that high, I do not like that. Yeah, projected but. line I got is minus six, and the projected score is 73-67. Dude, that's way too many points. Like, I, I agree. If Kentucky was like minus three ish, which I think they should be, they should. They're 
they're not that much better than Auburn. Like if you're if you're no. factoring in home court, I think it's a couple points. I think it should be minus three ish. But Kentucky minus six, dude, that's way too many points. Give me Auburn there if, if Auburn's minus if Auburn's plus six because Kentucky Kentucky's just th- seven and nine against the spread as a home favorite, and Auburn yeah. has only been a road dog twice and they're one and one. Like obviously small sample size, but I would take Auburn plus six. I'm not locking it in, but yeah, if if if, if I can get Kentucky at three. Three to four, I'm definitely going to take Kentucky. I mean, like I know against the spread, they're not as well, but 15 and one at home. Yeah. Um, and Auburn's four and four just straight up on the road. So I, I Kentucky, we know, is a tough, tough place to yep. play. I, I like Kentucky here. Just a bounce back game. I don't, Cal Perry, it's, he's kind of like, um, can't Bill Self, it's, it's tough to beat him twice in a year. For so. sure. Yeah. You're not wrong. But I mean, I, I definitely, but yeah, six, six is way, way too, too much. much. I lean Auburn there. All right. Next game I got is – I don't know if I'm playing this game, but it's a good game. Um, number 12 – or excuse me, 12 o'clock. Texas going on the road to play number 22, Texas Tech. So projected line I got here is Texas Tech minus 7.5. And, and the projected score is 66-59. So Texas is coming off a big win, Aiden. They just beat West Virginia. That's yep. a humongous win. And as much as I want to back Texas, I can't. I don't like – I don't really like either side here. I think seven and a half, if that's the line, is too much. Texas Tech, though, is at for the over-under perspective. They're nine and six, the over-under at home. But I don't know, man. I don't like either side that much. If the over-under actually is around 125 to 130, maybe I would I would take it, but I'm not locking it in. But I Yeah, over. I don't I I I'm staying away from this game. I didn't really have a play for this game. Yeah, I, I lean over. I definitely lean over, but I don't love it. All right, uh, next game I got. Uh, this is my squad, 12 o'clock. Texas A&M going on the road to play at LSU. Go Tigers. So, this is the projected line, and this is ridiculous in my opinion. 11 and a half, LSU. LSU minus 11. Way too much. Way, way too much. And I'm locking in, if this happens, if this is the line, Texas A&M plus 11 and a half. I cannot take LSU minus 11 and a half. Even if they're at home, A&M is being disrespected big time. Like they're not that good, but 11 and a half points, dude, come on. LSU sucks at home. They're six and nine against the spread at home. All right. Like the third sure, They're 13 and two straight up, but against the spread is what I'm talking about. Six and nine yeah. against the spread at home. And A&M is five and two against the spread on the road. So projected score here. I got a 76, 65. Um, right away, I don't have a good feel on the over/under there, but Texas A&M plus eleven and a half. I'll take that all day. Give me locked in. Yeah, in. that's oh, we got the sun. far too many Perfect. points. Can you hear that? All right, yep. let's Love go. It. All right, yep. A&M eleven and a half. Lock it in. Like it. And all right, what do you got? You got some next? Uh, the next game that I was looking at was West Virginia's at home versus Oklahoma. Yep. Um. So earlier in the year, I think we might have talked about it on the podcast. I took Oklahoma plus three and a half at home versus West Virginia, and they ended up beating West Virginia by like 10 or 12 points. Um, But as you just touched upon, Texas just beat West Virginia. They've actually lost two in a row now. Um, I I like West Virginia here right away. I don't know if you saw a look ahead line here. I was expecting it to be between like five – Four to five points for West Virginia. Yeah, I had it written down somewhere. Oh, I got to find it. But four to five points. I, I don't know, man. I think I if I remember correctly, I think it's more. Is oh yeah, it? it's yeah. Seven, I mean, minus seven. Okay, if that if that line can come down to like five or so, I'm gonna take West Virginia. I just don't think 
Bob Higgins is going to let them lose three games in a row, especially to a um, inferior Oklahoma team. I, I, I don't think they could lose back-to-back, especially at home. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm yep. taking West Virginia here. Totally agree, and the numbers do back you up, too. Oklahoma sucks on the road against the spread. They're 3-7 and seven against the spread on the road. West Virginia, 9-5 and five against the spread at home. Um, I, I, do, I agree with you, it's square, but West Virginia is going to dominate this game. There's no way Oklahoma wins or even comes close to winning. Yeah, and I also lean the under. I don't. Again, I don't know what the it is. I just think that Higgins is going to run these guys. I think West Virginia is going to play lockdown. Yeah, for sure. And it's the under. Is this is interesting. Here. here is the projected score on the website. Let's see if it's right. Seventy-one sixty-three. So that means like too many, too many points. points. That means the hypothetically over/under total is one thirty-four, and it's it's. I could see this game being like a sixty-three to fifty-two game. Yeah, like, I think it's going to be a really low score. I don't game. think there's going to be much more than one hundred twenty points here. I would take the under there. But West Virginia again, we talk about this all the time, but they suck the over/under at home. They're four and ten to the over/under, and on the road they're even yeah. worse. Like they they play lockdown D man. Yeah, I, I would take the under there if it's one one thirty-ish. Like that that's a joke. I would take the under all the way there. There's no way. Yeah. They're auto, their unders are automatic, man. I think I've done West Virginia unders like two or three times this season, and every time it's like not been close. Except one time, I yeah. a couple weeks ago, West Virginia at Baylor pushed that one. I remember that because I, that's when you came to New York. I was so pissed. Yep, yep. Some BS last second buckets. <laughs> but yeah, that was a push. But yeah, all right. Um, and yeah, then just one more that I was looking at was the Duke versus Virginia again. Yep. We've been screwed. Close. We hate Virginia. Close. We hate their style of play. Always the under always is in play here. I lean Duke right away. I think they're going to be definitely favorites, even though they're on the road, yep. uh, especially after that tough loss to Wake Forest. Um, they're seven and three against the spread after a loss. I don't know what you saw for an uh, unexpected line. I'll get, here. I'll get it up. I didn't get the. I have this game right now, but I didn't get the line. No problem. And then uh, I also going to take the over if it's over 115 or higher or lower, excuse me. Um, Duke's 20 and eight to the over on the year. They're one of the best over teams yep. this year. Um, I know Virginia. I know it. It's, it's tough, tough defense. They've the unders always in play, but if it's, if it's 115 or lower, I, I'm, I'm definitely taking the yep. over. So I got the projected score here <laughs> is 60 to 58. So that means over under would be 118 ish. And, yep, Duke is a really good team to over-under, but we know the deal with Virginia. I hate watching them play, but they're so good at defense. What's the ex- uh, expected line? Virginia minus two. Wow. wow. If, if that is it, case, I'm definitely Duke. taking Duke. If that's Duke. the case, I'm yeah. taking Duke, too. I, I, we'll see. They rarely lose at all, never mind two games in a row. So, uh, I'm taking yeah, Duke that, there. <laughs> that's, that's like the big public play, but I would take Duke in the over here. Yep. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't. Nothing official, but – Wait, or did you lock that in? Um, uh, I mean, if it's if it's any if it's over one fifteen, all right, I'm taking it. Yeah, all right, yeah, which um, it should be. And if it is, if that if that line is right, I mean, I thought Duke was going to be like a three point favorite, and I was thinking of taking them even at that spot. But if they're underdogs, I'm definitely yeah. That, that's it. a joke. We got to keep your eye on that. We got to keep our eyes on that tonight because once that line comes out, if it's plus two, that line is going to get steamed to Duke minus two for sure. There's yeah, no way people yeah, you guess that's something that you got to jump on. People got to jump on right away. For sure, for sure. All right. Um, and then my last, uh, the last one that I'm looking at is the late night game, Gonzaga versus St. Mary's. Yep. Right away, Connor, over, over, Yeah, over. Gonzaga's nice to, the, nice to the over-under. So Gonzaga's 23-6 and six to the over. Meanwhile, St. Mary's not too shabby themselves, 28 or 18-10 and 10 to the over. 
Um, I like the over if it's 139 and above. Uh, I'm locking that in for sure. I may even look to do a first half over. Um, and just some basic research is looking at some of the box scores. Both these teams put up a lot of points in the first half and then kind of tend to slow it down a little bit in the second half, especially because Gonzaga just like stomps on teams. But yep. I'm, I, I'm definitely leaning that over if it's 139 and above. Nice. I like it. Are you locking that in? Lock it in. Sweet. All right. Um, I'm looking at that look at headline right now because now I'm curious. Let's see. Gonzaga. Look at headline. They're playing at St. Mary's, right? Wait, what's yep. their conference again? How do I forget their conference? I think they're just called like the West. Oh, the WAC? Uh, yeah, they're I think the it's just the WAC. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll look at it, but. All right. Yeah, yeah no I, I, don't, I don't hate. It. I mean, Gonzaga. The only thing that scares about this, that's tough about Gonzaga and the overs is that Gonzaga usually just smokes the other team, and they just the other team just incapable of putting up. <laughs> yeah, they just quit points. Like I saw last night, Gonzaga won ninety four to fifty nine against San Diego. So. Yeah, they're in the West. Yeah, Coast w, not WAC WCC. Yeah, here we go. Yep. Yeah, dude, they're they're so nice to the over under. Let's see what the projected line would be. Yeah, so they're projected to be minus twelve against St. Mary's, and wow, the score is projected to be eighty-one to sixty-nine. So that would be over yeah. under <laughs> one fifty. Yeah, so I like it at one thirty-nine or one forty and above. Um, hopefully, it's not as high as one fifty, but we'll see. That, yeah, that's that's fair, but um, we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's probably going to be more. Oh, hold on. Let me send. Oh, yeah. let me send you a link to this place. This look at online place. This place is a lifesaver. So you can look. Like I've been looking yeah. at it while we're podcasting. Yeah, this is. I need this. This is yeah, close. Hold up. Send it right now. All right. Um, but yeah, now. that's that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I know there's tons of great games. I was also looking at Michigan State and Maryland. I don't know if you have anything for this, but I nothing that I really intrigued me on this game. But what? Yeah, Michigan State, Maryland. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, it's gonna be. That's arguably the best game of the day. There's a couple of them, but. I don't know, man. Uh, I got projected line here at um, Maryland's minus one at home from the website, and the projected li- the projected score is sixty nine sixty eight. I dude, I can't. I don't know. I think Maryland should be favored more here, and I definitely lean Maryland big time here. They just came in, of course came off a humongous win, comeback win against Minnesota the other day. I don't know if you watched the end of that game, but. Yeah, I think he got screwed at the end. Oh, my that, God. That yeah, it was crazy. So, I had Maryland minus one and a half. Like, it, it was, wasn't was an official play, but I just took it because, I don't know. It was a little square. But I had Maryland minus one and a half, and Maryland's won the game by one. They won in a 10-to-1 run at the end of that game to to win by one. Game-winning three with, I don't know how many seconds left. Less, like, 10-ish seconds left. Crazy, crazy yeah. game. Humongous choke by Minnesota. I don't know what the hell they were doing, but they need to practice free throws until the season ends because they missed so many free throws at the ends, like one-on-one free throws. Missed the first one, Maryland gets a chance to score. It was bad. It was really, really bad, and that's a back-breaking loss for Minnesota. Like, they, horrible. But, yeah, no, I agree with you completely. I have written – I lean Maryland right away. Just – I just – I think I'm going to stay away from it. I think this could be a really good yeah, game. Yeah, I agree. And I can't back Michigan State in the road here, man. Like, I get the ranked. I get they're a good team. They've played well as of late. But they stink on the road against the spread. We've talked about that. And they also have an insanely hard schedule coming up. And we know the Big Ten is very good. But these are the best teams in the Big Ten. They're playing Maryland's Saturday night. Then they play Penn State. And then they play Ohio State. Really, really tough schedule to finish the season. So we'll see how that goes. But I definitely lean Maryland. I agree. I think it's not enough points. We'll see. We'll see what the line comes out to. Maybe I'll take it. Maybe I won't. 
What do you got? All right. So I got a couple more. Uh, we'll start with this is a low key game. Twelve o'clock. Detroit Mercy playing IUPUI. <laughs> is that in, Indiana Purdue? Is that what it is? Yeah, Indiana University, Purdue, Purdue University. Whatever, some yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So long story short, both these teams stink. So straight up this year, Detroit is seven twenty three, and IUPUI is eight and twenty two. Both teams suck, and especially suck at defense. So the projected score here I have is 79-78 IUPUI. So they're going to be minus one. Um, Detroit scores about 69.5 points a game and allows about 78 points per game. IUPUI scores about 70 points per game but allows about 81. So both these teams just allow a million points. They don't score. They score okay, pretty good, but not great, and they just allow a million points. So the projected line there, if the, if the numbers are correct – is going to be about 157, which I think is, I don't think it's going to be. Um, I like, I will play the over here at 150 or better. This over under should be around that. It may even be lower than that, but I will take over 150 or better. We are locking it in. Here we go. Yeah, yeah both these teams suck. Like it. This is a game, like we talk about, this is a game you play and you don't watch. Like, I get up playing the over, so it's more fun to watch, but. I, there's no way in hell we're watching this game. This is absolute <laughs> trash. Especially with, the, especially with the slate they have on for Absolute Saturday, trash. So. Like two of the worst teams in their conference. I will not take – I will not be watching that. But, all right, another game that's interesting to talk about is 1 o'clock, St. Francis, Pennsylvania, playing at Robert Morris. So, Aiden, don't know if you know this, but St. Francis is one of the top teams in the, in the NCAA against the spread. They're actually ranked fourth. They're 18-7-1 against the spread overall. So the projected line I have here is Robert Morris minus one and a half, which is interesting. St. Francis is definitely the better team, but Robert Morris is in a good spot. St. Francis is five and one against the spread as a road underdog. And Robert Morris is eight and three straight up at home and five and three is a home favorite. And I, I wanted to talk about the game, but I don't think I have a play here. Play here. I definitely lean Robert Morris, though, even though St. Francis is nasty against the spread. But I can't, I can't do it, man. It's too close, and I don't know. The hook also scares me because I think I have kind of a PTSD from the Maryland loss the other day, where they won by one. And I had Maryland minus one and a half, but yep. I don't love it. Um, I'm gonna stay away. But I think it's a good team to talk about because St. Francis is so good against spread, so profitable. But yeah, they, I've, I've noticed that they're pretty good. They're just a good team overall. I mean, I, again, it's the, the conference isn't great, yeah. but. They're actually not that bad. Of yeah, a team. the NEC stinks, of course, but but all right, um, I got to play in the next game. This is another obscure game, but this is the America East Conference. Let's go. Binghamton is going on the road to play at New Hampshire UNH. So Binghamton is trash as well. They're ten. I got them to ten and eighteen. Yeah, ten and eighteen, and UNH is fourteen and thirteen overall records. UNH is home. Projected line is UNH minus ten. And I'm going to be square here, but I will take UNH minus 10, and I'll explain why. So UNH is 3-1 and one as a home favorite against the spread. And Binghamton stinks, not just, not just overall, but stinks on the road against the spread. They're 4-9-1 and one against the spread as a road dog. And this is the square play. If, I mean, obviously it's an obscure game, but it's very square. I will take UNH minus 10, lock it in. Another right. game I definitely won't be watching, but hopefully it makes yeah. me money. <laughs> Taking some wild games when there's a great college yeah, sure. slate. Dude, I mean, the most profitable games for me are the, the obscure ones. 
It's yeah, always, always there. I, I don't hate always. it. Especially we've talked about it. Those are the games that the Lions won't change much, so you can really take a benefit, take advantage yep, of them. For sure. They, they won't get steamed down or the Lions won't switch around very much. But um, I guess another game quickly we can talk about is number one, Kansas going on the road to play at Kansas State. Um, we just we both were on Baylor or both on Kansas last week at Baylor. We both cashed. That was an awesome win. Kansas is a great team on the road. They're 25-3, of course, ranked number one. Kansas State is trash. They're the worst team in the Big 12. They're 9-19 and overall. So the projected line here of Kansas State on the road is minus 12. And Kansas State, Kansas, excuse me, Kansas is 6-2 and against the spread as an away favorite. But, dude, minus 12, I, I don't like that. Especially for the rivalry, rivalry between these two yeah. schools, obviously both being in the state of Kansas. Uh, yeah, I kind of lean Kansas State there. Plus, tw- If it's plus 12, yeah. I kind of lean Kansas State. Yeah, or Kansas State. I, I mean, I can't, I can't put my No, you can't. State, you can't. Someone that bad and someone that good, you can't really yeah, go that's, against that's, that. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe I'll tune into that game a little bit, but Kansas State's awful. It's going to be a good game because it's obviously in-state rivalry, but, yeah, I, I don't like either side. But another another good game that's on – well, it's an all right game, but it's on at 2 o'clock. Number two, Baylor, is going on the road to play at TCU. So Baylor is another really, really, really good road team. So the projected line we got here is Baylor minus 9.5. Um, again, I don't like that. It's too many points. Uh, I'm not going to – I don't have a play in this game, but – just give you some numbers. Baylor is nine and one against the spread as an away favorite, but TCU is nine and one. Is that right? Yeah, nine and one is a home dog. Well, maybe I have to look that up. But um, <laughs> yeah, nine and one is an against the spread as an away favorite. Baylor is, but um, I don't like either side very much. I I really don't. Um, I'm probably gonna stay away. Maybe again, I'll tune into this one. But I don't know. What do you like? Uh, I I lean Baylor. Uh, yeah. Uh, have Have Baylor played since? They uh, got beat by Kansas. Uh, I don't know, actually. It's a good question. I'm not sure. I'll look it up real quick. Uh, no, they have not. Interesting. So, they had a full yeah, week off. I think this is going to be a big bounce back. Yeah, especially with this amount of time off. I think. Oh, actually, I'm wrong. They actually played Kansas State. Um, wow, they beat Kansas State by 30. So well, that's the. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I probably lean. I probably lean Baylor yeah. here. And, um, yeah. I know if that is true that TCU is that good at home, but no, still, they're, they're not. I, I just like I couldn't read my own handwriting. I'm t- they're two and one as a home underdog against the spread. Two and one. Okay, two yeah. Like nah, I still still side yeah, with Taylor. Yeah, I, I, I'd stay away. But this is a, I got an interesting game in the ACC Saturday, two o'clock. So number six, Florida State going on the road to play at Clemson. So the projected line here is Florida State minus one and a half. Projected score is 66-64. I don't know. What do you think of this game? Why is it that low? That's what I'm thinking too, man. I don't know. Um, I immediately lean Florida State, but I don't – So do I, but that that sounds like a rat line. It does. Yeah, it sounds like so fishy, but – Clemson has been okay this year, especially against the spread. Like they haven't they, been great. They beat some top dogs. Yeah, they did. Man. They have, um, and they've been pretty good, not great against the spread, but good. It's a good spot for Clemson. I think that's why it's it's so low. And Florida State, of course, is coming off that um, that loss last week. They put, lost to NC State, right? No, that was Duke. E, no, Florida State. Yeah, Duke lost. So they Florida State beat them. Florida State beat them. Florida yeah. State had. A, yeah, Florida State actually had a big win Monday against uh, Louisville. Right. They had a, I remember that back – no, I'm thinking two weeks ago. Did they play – they played Syracuse, and they almost lost. I don't know. They Florida State, the last loss I'm looking at, they lost to Duke on the 10th. Oh, I'm thinking against the spread. Since then, since then, they've won 
four straight. Wow. They beat Q's, Pittsburgh, North Carolina State, and Louisville. Right, because, yeah, they, well, Q's easily covered. I remember I had them plus nine, they easily covered. I was thinking Q's won outright for some reason. But, yeah, minus one and a half is not enough, in my opinion. I, it's a weird, that's line. a weird line. Yeah, that's fishy. But uh, immediately, just look, I lean Florida State. Yeah, I, I agree. I'll probably stay away. Um, I lean Florida State and over, but I agree with you. But let's move on to this play. I have this game. I have a play in, so I actually have two plays. This is another obscure game. Let's go, Mac. We're going for some Maxion, baby. Let's go, Akron on the road, playing at Buffalo, the Buffalo Bulls. So Akron is a really, really, really good team against the spread on the road. They're eight and three against the spread on the road, five and three as an away favorite. So they're projected to be minus two here. The projected score is seventy-eight, seventy-seven, or seventy-eight, seventy-six. Um, five and three is an away favorite. And four and seven to the over under on the road. So Buffalo is just five and five, six and two against the spread at home, and five and seven to the over under at home. So I will play the I will play first play I have is Akron minus two. We will lock that in real quick. Where is my sound effect? Here it is. So Akron minus two, I will lock that in. And the projected score, as I as I said, is 78-77. So that would mean the over under would be 155. Like both these teams are, are really are pretty good at scoring, actually. Um, Akron scores about 74 points per game. Buffalo scores about 77 points per game. So it sounds like the the projected score is right around what they score on average. But their defense, the Akron's defense is pretty good. They, they allow about 66 points per game. It's like not great, but it's good. I, I will take the under 150 or better here, or high 140s. I, I think one that that number is way way too high. Um, Buffalo is not great defense. They allow about 75 points per game, but I don't see Akron scoring much more than set like 70 ish and Buffalo same way. It's going to be a close game, but there's no way this should be 150. So I'll take the under 150 or better. We'll lock that in. I don't hate it. I don't hate the zips at all. They're pretty good in the Mac. Yeah, they're, they're a good team. They're the best team in the Mac. So I'll take Akron minus two or under. And under 150 or better, like high 140. So, like, if it's 148, 149, I will take the under. And, again, I'll tweet out, I'll tweet out all the plays I do. But, yep, two plays in that game. Um, all what right. else do we have Saturday? We talked about that. Um, oh, this is another obscure game. This is the last play I have Saturday. But all my plays are pretty obscure. So, well, I guess it's not that bad. But this is the A-10. Um, George Washington is going on the road to play at VCU. So, VCU. You were at the game, just coming off a horrible, horrible loss at UMass. You you can't lose the UMass, man. They stink. Hey, peace. Hey, UMass has been on a tear here now. They've actually. I think they've. I think I saw they've had the most A ten wins. Um, most A ten wins in the last five years. I think they said. Interesting. When I was at the game, they've actually won like three or four in a row too. Against some, they beat St. Louis, um, Fordham, and VCU. But yeah, that game was. You can't. You Pitiful. can't lose the VCO. I mean, you can't lose the UMass or your VCO. I'm so glad I stayed away. I was actually I told you I, t- I was looking at the over. I think it was at like 129, and the final score ended up being 60 to 52. Gross. So glad I stayed away from that. I did live bet UMass plus seven, but big time. That was big time, and they went outright. Gross. But I am fading VCU here. So the projected line, if this is the line, I hope it is. VCU is projected to be minus 13 against George Washington. That's way too much, man. And I'll give some way, way too way much. Too much. Like, VC- George Washington is not great, but they're not 13 points worse than VCU, even at home. I think it should be like 9-ish, 8-ish, maybe around that, maybe even 10. But off of a loss, so VCU, as we just said, lost to UMass. 
Off a loss, VCU is just three and seven against the spread, the worst in the A10. George Washington also coming off a loss is nine and six against the spread. At home, VCU is six and ten against the spread, and George Washington. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. George Washington is five and four against the spread as a road dog. Again, not great, but minus thir- plus thirteen. I will take that all day. George Washington, Colonial, way too much, points. way too many points. GW plus thirteen, or if it's around that, so if it's plus twelve, I shall probably take it too. But GW plus thirteen, lock it in. All right, and that's all I got for Saturday for plays. Um, you got anything else on Saturday? I don't. All right. Well, we got a, that was a pretty full slate. My plays are yep. pretty obscure. There's, again, plenty of other games, too, on. There's hundreds of games on Saturday, but we only talk about usually the ones that it plays in or the biggest games. But, all right, let's move on to Sunday. You got anything Sunday? I don't. No. I got nothing yeah, for Sunday. I, I got no. one play, and I'm definitely going to look more into Sunday um, as the weekend goes on. But I look- Yeah, it's just this one of those – we've talked about it before. It's just so far, so much can happen in between. I just – I like to wait until Sunday morning or Sunday – or Saturday night. Yep, I hear you. And I, the one game I have I'm going to lock in is Colorado. Number 21, Colorado, going on the road to play at Stanford. The game's at 6 o'clock Eastern time. Colorado is coming off of an abysmal loss last night. They played at Cal, and they just, just laid an egg on the road, as they usually do. As we talk about, Colorado sucks on the road. Um, they're playing at Stanford. And the, like I don't I don't like backing Colorado or Stanford here from an against the spread standpoint. Uh, Colorado sucks on the road. Stanford's not great at home against the spread, but both these teams are really really good at defense. Two of the top ten defenses in defensive points per game allowed in the NCAA. So Colorado is just one and seven to the over under on the road, and Stanford is six and eleven to the over under at home. I will play the under at one twenty five or better. We will lock that in. I don't have the look headline, but we'll see. I like one twenty five ish or better. I will lock that in. And that's an under. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, don't hate that. Yeah, and I guess what other big games we have Sunday? Yeah, I guess it's a big game as well. Um, biggest game of Sunday is number nineteen Michigan going on the road to play at Ohio State, who's ranked twenty third. So Michigan just lost to Wisconsin, right? Yeah, Michigan was home, and they just lost to Wisconsin at home. So tough loss. Um, I don't have a little headline here, but I kind of lean Michigan. I, I think they're, I think they're, they're a good bounce back team. Um, I will lean Michigan. I don't know what the spread is, but I imagine it's going to be like plus four, plus five. What do you think? Yeah, I could see it being like that. I, I, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I could see it being around plus four or five. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'll see what I'll look a little bit more into it on Saturday night or Sunday morning. See what I like, but, but that's all I got Sunday. We got Colorado for me. Colorado Stanford under one twenty five or better. It's the only play we got Sunday. But all right, Whew, that's a lot of plays, a lot of talking. But if you want to move on to the NBA, let's do let's it. Do it. All right, NBA coming up next. Between the lines podcast. This is Between the Lines, a sports gambling podcast. You can find all of our documented picks on our personal Twitter accounts, or you can follow our new Twitter page for the podcast. The handle is at BTLpod20. Again, that's at BTLpod20. Okay, pretty loaded slates in the NBA tonight, Friday night. So you want to lead us off? Yeah. I got to ask you a question. What's up? Why is the Minnesota Timberwolves... At Orlando Magic, over at two thirty four right now, dude. It was at what two thirty nine last night, and it's kind of yes. I don't, dude. I still don't know. I still don't know. You cannot tell me 
that the Magic can score more than 110 points against the Wolves. There's no way in hell. They're not scoring more than 110. Lock it in under love 234 it. and a half. Absolutely love it. Um, I don't have it locked in, but th- something about this kind of scares me because the Wolves are good. It's, they can score. No, they suck, but they're really good at scoring, especially on the road. They're a good over-under team. Because they like remember that one game against the Clippers. I know it was a fluke, but they put up like 140 on the Clippers. Yeah, like total fluke game. But they can they can do that, man. They can score 120 plus easy. Um, but they they stink. I, I like it. I definitely lean the under. Uh, but I it's a gross game. I will definitely not be watching. Yeah, no, me neither. I wish I put it in at 239, but I still like 234. I think that's way too way many too many points. points. And it's it's more of an anti magic play. Like they just suck, man. They just suck, suck, suck at scoring. They just and they're dude, the they're minus basket. eight. They're minus eight. There's got to be somebody out for the Wolves. I know Cat Carl Anthony Towns is still out, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's fully healthy. I think I looked it up earlier, but yeah, Wait, I'm still taking the other. Yeah, I, I, you cannot. I cannot back the Magic. Mike. <laughs> that is a joke. You cannot. How can you look at yourself in the mirror and say I am confident betting the Magic minus eight against the anybody, only person anybody. out for the Timberwolves are is out is Evan Turner and Alan Crabb. God, I, I don't get that, man. Like I. They could be playing the Golden State Warriors, and I wouldn't be confident in putting minus eight in the Magic. That that's a joke. But I, I don't. I'm I'm staying away, man. I, I lean the under big time, but I'm not going to play it probably. But we'll see. Maybe it gets steamed up. Who knows? Yeah. So, all right. What else do I have? Um, oh yeah, let's talk about this one. This is a good game. Uh, Mavericks going on the road to play the Heat. Eight o'clock. My play here. The the what's weird is the over under in this game is not out yet. I don't know what the heck they're waiting on, but. We talked about this in previous podcasts, but the Mavericks are a really, really good team to the over-under, especially on the road. They're 17-11 to the over-under on the road, which is fifth in the NBA. They score 117-ish points per game on the road, which is third in the NBA, and they're middle of the pack in defense on the road. They allow about 110 points per game. The Miami Heats at home are 18-9 and to the over-under, which is second in the NBA, and they score 117-ish points per game at home, which is fourth in the NBA. So, I think if I'm to predict, I, I don't know why this isn't out. It's weird. The game's tonight. The game, the over and under is not out, but I will take the over all day here. 231 ish or better. We will lock that in, baby. Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but it's not I, out. I don't know why. I see on FanDuel it's at 230. Is that 230? I, I just checked for the podcast on, uh, on DraftKings. I, I didn't see it. But. Mavs Heat. Oh, uh, the line is Heat minus two and a half, and the over is at 230. Oh, we're locking that in right now. Let's go. That's that's a joke. It's got. They're gonna get two hundred fifty plus points. There's no way. That's way too low. So yeah, okay. I don't I'll hate that, that either. That. Oh, I'm calling over two thirty. I will play over two thirty. Mavs Heat locking it. That's that's way too low. All right, here's another game for you that I'm gonna have to talk to you about. So we got two covering machines here: Oklahoma City Thunder on the road at the Bucks. Yep, I got to play in this uh, game. We talked about it. The, Oklahoma City's 38 and 21 against the spread, but Milwaukee's not too bad themselves. They're 34 and 24 against the spread on the air. Um, against the spread on the road, OKC is 21 and 6, but Milwaukee again 17 and 12 against the spread at home. So this is a tough game. I, we know how good Milwaukee is, but I like Oklahoma City here, man. They're 4 and 0 against the, against the spread when the spread's 9 to 12 points. Wow, that's I, crazy. I think as the road underdog, I like them a lot here. Yeah, um, we'll we'll lock this in. This is a disgrace. To, this line is absolutely disgraceful. The the disrespect that Oklahoma City is getting, like we <laughs> talked about this the entire year. 
Oklahoma City on the road. If you're not putting your money in Oklahoma City on the road, what the hell are you doing? Before this line came out, so I was looking at this, I think, Wednesday night. So before this line came out, I had it highlighted. I would take OKC plus six or better, and I saw it came out yesterday, ten and a half. That is a joke. That is an absolute disgrace. If you're taking Milwaukee minus 10 and a half, you are a disgrace to gambling. You have no idea what you're talking about. Oklahoma City plus 10 and a half. Lock that in. That is easy freaking money, baby. Let's go. Double. Dude, OKC, they played last night too. They're 8-0 against the spread off of back-to-back. They just played the Kings at home on Thursday, and then they're traveling to Milwaukee. Dude, 21-6 against the spread on the road overall. 18-4 as a road underdog. How, how, can you, how can you lay the 10 and a half for the Milwaukee here? How stupid do you have to be? Like, sure, sure Milwaukee's good at home against the spread. 17-12 overall, having a good year. But, dude, you, you can't. You can't back. You cannot back Milwaukee here against OKC. You can't do it. You can't nope. do it. How? I also kind of like the over here. Yeah. It's at 229. Yep. Uh, I think, I mean, OKC just puts up points every night no matter what. Um, but yeah, I kind of like the over here. I may play it. I'll tweet it out if I do, but I'm leaning it right now at 229. The only reason why I'm a little hesitant is because of the back-to-back, but I'm not, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I lean it, but I'm not going to play it, but yeah, come but on. definitely okay. OKC plus, plus 11. Plus 10 and a half, plus 11. That's a joke, dude. Come on. That's so disrespectful. I would be so pissed if I was, well, if I was a gambling man on the Oklahoma City Thunder, I'd be livid. That they're plus ten and a half. They're they're way better than that. They should be plus six ish. They're one of the better teams in the Western Conference. One of the bigger surprises in the NBA this year. Thirty six and twenty four. Dude, come on. That's that's a joke. <laughs> but let's all right. Let's move on to another game. For I get irrational here. Kings are going on the road to play the Grizzlies. So this is an interesting game as well. So last night this line opened at plus four and a half, and it's already down to plus three and a half. I just checked on DraftKings. Um, I had this highlighted as Kings plus five or better, and then I saw the line come out at four and a half. I didn't love it, but now it's moved down to plus three and a half. I'll probably stay away, but the Kings are absolutely the side here. I love the Kings in this spot. They're 18 and 12 against the spread on the road, 14 to nine against the spread as an away underdog, and six and two against the spread on a back to back. Like I said, they're playing at OKC on Thursday or last night. Um, Grizz are good at home. They're nine to three against the spread as a favorite at home. They're seven and two against the spread overall at home. But I, I don't know, man. I think the, the Kings are the way are the play here. I'll probably stay away. But what do you think? Yeah, I I'm, I kind of agree with you. I I think the Kings are the play, but I I don't like it enough to play. I agree. Like I liked it plus five ish or more or better. I had it highlighted, but I don't know. Two plus three and a half is too low. It's too low. But I'll stay, I'll stay away. But that's all. The I King, got. The, the Grizz are also like on a. Four, three or four game losing streak too since the yeah, start of the All Star versus smoked by the Lakers, right? Yeah. Um, and then another question that I'm going to be asked, throwing out to you. I know you kind of liked the Nets the other day. I ended up taking the Wizards plus one and a half against them. Um, the Hawks are now plus three against Brooklyn tonight. Okay, I would hammer the Hawks. The, the, yeah, you can't back Brooklyn. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I at, especially at Atlanta, I, I'm leaning the plus three right away that's that's interesting i i do i agree with you brooklyn's is a horrible road team you can't back them on the road man especially without Kyrie or anything anything they're 11 and 17 against the spread on the road this year that's 27th in the league and atlanta is like pretty good at home actually they're fifth in the nba against the spread at home they're 17 and 11 against the spread plus i don't know man i don't like that i'll probably stay away but i definitely lean atlanta right away there's no way brooklyn covers this game yeah, I agree. And that's coming Definitely. from a Brooklyn fan. I don't have confidence <laughs> in this game or my team. 
but that's the only I thing. The only thing yeah. that I did notice is that uh, it's it's listed on ESPN at least that um, Trey Young and Kevin Herter are day to day, so that'll be pending if if, yeah. if they're not in. Then that's I kind of do like that, but that's um, probably why. That'd be if that's the case. I'm interested to see if there's even a line out. Yeah, there is. They're plus three now in DraftKings, the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, that, so. that's, that's what. It, yeah, that's what it's been. So I, I don't know if that's going to change, but they're still listed as day to day. So we'll see. Yeah, so I'll probably stay away unless something crazy happens for a tip. But but uh, you got anything else on Friday? Um, I in just a lean. I lean the Clippers Nuggets over two eighteen. Um, All right. I'm really close to making this a play. Um, everybody's full strength. Nuggets are finally full strength. Clippers are playing everybody. Clippers have been locking it down defensively lately, but I, I, I lean the over right away at two eighteen. Yeah, it's it's a little low. Like these are good defensive teams, but. Um, I don't know. I think that number's dead on. Uh, I don't. I don't like either side. I do like the Clippers plus four. Actually, they're minus. Excuse me. They're minus four. Now they're minus six. Wow. Um, no, I don't like them anymore. But I like them at minus four. But now they're up to minus six. But yeah, I don't, I don't really have a feel on either side there. Yeah, I just. I just think the Clippers. Clippers are pretty good at offensively. I know Nuggets play pretty good defense, but yeah, they're not a good team on the road though. So I don't feel good either side. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got Friday. Yeah, that's me. That's it for me too. Sweet, and I got a couple on Saturday, one on Sunday, or a couple All on right, Sunday. Let's hear it. But on Saturday, Brooklyn Nets going on the road to play the Miami Heat. So we just talked about them. Brooklyn Nets are playing in Atlanta Friday night or tonight, and they're going on the road to play in Miami on Saturday at seven thirty. Um, both teams are off the back to back. Miami is also playing. They're playing. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're playing the Mavericks. So the Heat are home. They're two home, two games in a row. Both teams are on a back to back. Um. Brooklyn is one and six to the over under off a of back to back, and the Heat are four and six, four and six to over under on a back to back as well. And I know Miami's is good to the over under at home. I used that in my last argument uh, to take the over with the Mavericks Hawks or the Mavericks Heat, but off a of back to back, man, I think this this total should be a mid two twenties, mid two twenty five, two twenty six. I'm gonna lock in. Under 225 or better in this game. Both these teams are going to be exhausted. The Brooklyn Nets are obviously not full strength. They're okay. They're not great. But they're not going to score more than 105 points against the Heat. And the Heat shouldn't score much more than that either. I think it's going to be like a 110-105 game. We'll lock in the under 225 or better. Let's go. And, yep, that's my play. You got anything Saturday? Um, I'm looking – I was looking at the Celtics um, at home against the Rockets. Yeah. Um, Earlier, just a couple weeks ago, actually, I think right before the All-Star break, Celtics went on the road to the Rockets, and the Rockets ended up winning by 11. Yep. Um, usually, both these teams can score pretty well, but a lot of them, a lot of the games, the matchups between these two have actually been pretty low scoring. So I'm leaning the under if it's anything under 230. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't think that'll be a ton of points. I think, I think both these teams match up pretty well. Like, one, one star usually goes off. I think Harden and Westbrook both cooked the Celtics last time, but yeah, they did. Um, I remember watching um, the game. Yeah. I, I mean, I lean the under if it's under two thirty for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really have a feel in that game. Um, I'll probably won't be watching it, but um, yeah, we'll see when the number comes out. I think the over under, I agree with you. It's going to be around two thirty ish. Yeah. The matchups are always interesting. The Rockets, cause you know, they play small ball now and I don't know, dude, I, I, in my opinion, it's a sidetrack, but I don't think they're going very far in the playoffs. I, I no, really me don't. neither. They're, 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 they can't compete with the Lakers. They can't compete with the Clippers. They can't compete with the Nuggets. They're going to get shut down. 
I agree. There, but all right. Um, I got one more play Saturday. We'll see what the spread is. But the Pacers are going on the road to play the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, so I don't have a spread here, but if I'm to predict, Indiana's going to be around minus three ish. Um, we'll see though. Uh, Cleveland is not a good. They're playing on a back to back. They're also playing on Friday night, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, they're playing. No, maybe they're not. But I like Indiana minus three or better here. Indiana's a good road team. They're 16 and 12 against the spread of the road. Um, I don't feel good backing the, the Cavaliers. Um, a little square, no. but I would take I think it, I think Indiana will be a little bit more than minus three. You think so? I to guess. On the yeah. Road. Yeah. I, the Cavs are bad, man. They're bad. They're really but, bad. Yeah, they, I agree. But, the, I mean, they're obviously – they suck, but I don't know. Yeah, I, guess I could see it being like five, five or six, but yeah, I don't hate it either way. Even at six, I think I would still take take Indiana. <laughs> That's a lot. Six is a lot. I'll, I'll take the, my, all right. We'll say minus three or minus four. I'll lock in minus three, minus four at the most. Minus four or better. Lock it in. All right. That was a shitty one, but yep. Minus four or better. Indiana. Lock it in. And that's all I got for Saturday. Oh, speaking of, the Lakers are playing the Grizz Saturday night too, but I don't have to yep. play it. Nah, me neither. I lean the Grizzlies to cover, but after that horrible blowout, but yeah, I'm staying away. Yeah, but interesting enough, the Grizz are they're six and two to the over under with no rest, which is interesting. They're playing Friday night as well. Um, the Lakers are sixteen and twelve to the over under on the road. Um, there's just no value in taking the Lakers, man. They're always like big favorites because you know the whole LeBron Anthony Davis thing. Lakers, big time, big time team. So you know the public loves backing them. So, uh, there's never really any value playing the Lakers for the most part. I I don't think I've played the Lakers once this NBA season. Now that I think about it, me neither. Yeah, it's, there's just no value. But I got no play in that. And that's all I got for Saturday. Um, I have one play Sunday. Okay, let's hear it. So back to the Mavericks. So the Mavericks, this this is a play. This is out of principle. This is absolutely a play out of principle. The Dallas Mavericks are going on the road to play the one and only Minnesota Timberwolves. They're playing in Minnesota, okay? The Dallas Mavericks are 19-7-2 against the spread on the road. That's second in the NBA behind the one and only Oklahoma City Thunder. And they're 17-11 and 11 to the over-under on the road. But let's start with the spread. So Minnesota Timberwolves. We've talked about this multiple times. If you're if you're backing the Minnesota Timberwolves at home, you're out of your mind. You're probably broke. They're six twenty one and one against the spread at home this year. Six twenty one and one. That's beyond abysmal, dude. Like you can't you can't back them on the road. This play is out of principle. I will take the Mavericks just like the Pacers play on Saturday. I will take the Mavericks minus four or better. That's an absolute joke. I will take the Mavericks. Yes, yes, yes. Minus four or better. You can't back Timberwolves at home. I'm sorry. This is an Sim- anti-Timberwolves play. Similar to that, just out of principle, Sunday, If I'm taking the Bucks almost no matter what at Charlotte. <laughs> like Charlotte is horrible. Even as horrible. a double – if they're a double-digit fave, you would take I the I think Bucks? I'm going to – I honestly, wow. I think I am. The, the, they are that bad, dude. The, the – I've been – I've seen – they don't score any points. They've – They've been in like the eighties the last couple games here. But I don't yeah. know. I just oh, yeah. I, if, eight the other day. Yeah, if 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 that spreads like I, I I'm not gonna get too crazy with it, but I think if it's like under twelve points, I'm gonna take the the Bucks. Locking it in? Yeah. And um I have another play in the, the Mavs T Wolves game. Um as I was saying, the Timberwolves are horrible against the spread at home, but 
they can score, man. Like they don't play great defense. And they can score pretty well. They're fifteen and three to the over under at home, but the Mavericks seventeen eleven to the over under on the road. I will take the over at two thirty or better. We will lock that in as well. So I got two plays in the Mavs T Wolves game. We got the Mavericks minus four or better, and we have the over two thirty or better. Locking it in. Like it. Yeah, anti Timberwolves play, and then just a lot of a lot of scoring, no defense. That's what's going to happen. But that's all I got for Sunday. We do have a couple interesting games Sunday. Uh, Lakers are on going on the road to play the Pelicans. Um, don't have a good feel for either side. Uh, Lakers are coming off of back-to-back. They're playing at Memphis on Saturday night, then traveling to New Orleans to play the Pelicans on Sunday. I don't have a good feel for either side. Um, but it's going to be a good game to watch. There's going to be a lot of scoring, no defense. That's going to be a great public game. Um, and I guess the last good game, Oh, Raptors are playing the Nuggets on Sunday. That's a good game too, but I don't have a good feel for either side. Um, yeah, yeah. The Rockets, the Rockets could be a fade there just because of the Saturday no, the Raptors, game. The Raptors, Raptors. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you said Raptors. Rockets. Raptors at the Nuggets. Gotcha. That's gonna be okay. A, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that game. And then finally, the last game is last big game. I guess is the Seventy Sixers going on the road to play the Clippers. But I mean, you know the the whole deal with Simmons and and Bead. We'll see. Yeah, they're probably gonna tough. be out. Uh, the Clippers probably gonna smoke them. And the Seventy Sixers are the worst team against the spread on the road. This is gonna be Clippers are gonna be double digit favorites here. There's gonna be no value either way. The square play and probably the right side is to take the Clippers. You can't back the Seventy Sixers on the road. Even even with Simmons and Embiid, you can't back them on the road. They're just that bad. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, but now nah, I'm I'm staying away. So I only got those two plays Sunday. So overall, how many plays? Let me count one, one, two, three, four, four plays in the NBA for me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, I think that's ten plays. I have a lot of plays again. Shit, <laughs> I called that. Ten, I think I got ten plays in NCAA basketball. Four plays in the NBA think or more i don't know but yeah so i think i have like a lot i have a lot of plays but yeah um it's gonna be good again we'll tweet them out yeah we'll tweet them out if um if they're official again follow us at uh btl at btl 20 on twitter um but yeah we'll be tweeting them out our plays so yeah that's all anything else to chime in or that's it all right that's all we got guys have another good weekend have another good weekend we'll keep it rolling happy gambling guys peace see ya